Hail and well met, everybody. Welcome to Geek Thyself, a show by nerds, for nerds, who love geeking out over random facts and esoteric trivia. My name is Heather. I'm Russell. And we'll be your hosts for this journey through the wondrous land of information. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Geek Thyself, where we're both just a little bit tired, Mm. but it's fine. Hi everyone, although I will say we are not tired because we're hungover from St. Patrick's Day. No, um, I don't really drink that much, so... (laughs) Neither do I. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm more of a social drinker. Like, like, I don't really just drink to get... I've never, well, I've never gotten a drink to get drunk. Wait, what? I realize that came out on that one. <laughs> I've never, I've never drank with the in- explicit implication of getting drunk. Okay. Or like over drunk and that kind of thing. I've mm-hmm. never really um, cared too much about that. I've gotten tipsy and I've gotten loose, I guess is a word you use. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's fun, but I've never, I've never had a hangover. I've never forgotten a night because of drinking, and I've never thrown up because of drinking. Mm-hmm. And I am totally fine with keeping that trend. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Um, although I will say I have thrown up from drinking. However, mm-hmm. in my defense, mm-hmm. um, the couple of times that I remember it happening, like one of them. I'm one of those people who's very sensitive to the taste of alcohol. Like, I really, really dislike the ethanol taste. Like, when you drink something, I I can taste Mm -hmm. it and I don't like it. So I only drink mixed drinks. Same. I don't drink it for me. Yeah, and because they're mixed drinks, sometimes there's, like, a lot of soda or something else in it, so it fills up the cup. So there have been a couple of times where, like, I wasn't even necessarily that drunk or anything, but I think just because I had too much liquid in my stomach, right. plus being just buzzed enough that you're starting to feel a little bit eh, my body's reaction was, let's get rid of the liquid. Um, yeah, sure. And because it's like soda, it's fizzy, mm-hmm. it's upsetting your stomach as well as the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah, I, I would assume you've probably gotten more drunk than I have. It's, I would assume that. It's possible. Yeah. Um, I just... I never really cared on it, about it. Yeah. Um, for one thing, it was never restricted in my house. Like, it was never a rebellious thing to go, I'm going to go and get wasted. Because I, we could actually have a drink if we wanted one. Um, honestly, I just didn't really like it. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. It's, and I, I understand that for a lot of like teenagers, like it's a rebellious thing. It's like, yeah, let's go drink some hard cider. My God, hard cider tastes disgusting. <laughs> Depending uh, on the cider, yeah, it does. Yeah, um, like, and now I just drink fruity drinks or mixed uh, spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, for my birthday, on a very very small um, tangent, that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I tried spiced rum 
uh, with a mixer, which was um, Coke Zero or Diet Coke, because mm-hmm. I don't like sugary drinks anymore. I've got to say, that went down very smoothly, and I think I could drink that really, like, if, like, if I needed to, I could probably drink, like, three of those and still be fine, and it tasted mm-hmm. really nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it does. I agree. Um, yeah, my, f- if I'm gonna drink, my favorite is rum. Is it? Yeah, my favorite is rum, followed closely by vodka. See, I, I don't also, like tequila. No, I don't. Uh, tequila or jalapeno? <laughs> mm. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm terrible with the names. Um, I also drink a lot of vodka and coke or vodka and diet coke now. Um, not really tried too much else. I have tried whiskey. Blech. And it was okay. <laughs> I don't care for whiskey or scotch. Don't like scotch. I've never tried scotch. And I don't it's like... basically whiskey. It's just whiskey that's actually made in Scotland. Oh, um, I don't like I probably just cider. pissed off a lot of alcohol people that out there right Probably. <laughs> it's whatever. I don't like cider. I don't particularly like lager. I don't like, like anything like that. Uh, mainly because... Well, I don't like apple cider. I don't mind the like I said the fruity ones, which mm-hmm. actually have some sort of nice taste for them, because basically that's kind of a, a requirement for me. It's like, do I actually enjoy drink, drinking this? And if the answer is no, I'm never gonna touch it again. <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely um, some drinks out there though that are dangerous because they taste good and you can't you can't tell how yeah. much alcohol's in them until it's too late. Yeah, yeah, um, I could definitely see that. Uh, I don't like wine. No. Uh, I've not found a wine that I like. Like um, I've tried different, like obviously different flavors and stuff. I don't know much about wine. I'm not gonna pretend to know much about wine. But the red one I had, I didn't like. The white one I had, I didn't like. The rosé one was okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of my experience with drinking. Um, the most like I did obviously have drinks when I went out and just got moderately, you know, like. Enough that my inhibitions were gone, basically. <laughs> yeah, uh, been there. And the fact is, is I'll already dance like nobody's looking when I've got my inhibitions. So when I haven't got them, I'm just a fiend. <laughs> uh, because I just don't care. <laughs> I already don't care about how I look in public. I've never cared too much about that. But if I've had too many drinks, it's like, mmm. And the worst bit is, like I said, I don't forget it. I'm like, oh, did I really do that? <laughs> Oh, yikes. Yeah, that's... So, maybe we're not the most um, qualified people to be talking about St. Patrick's Day. But, oh well, let's let's talk about it anyway. Well, I mean, I do have some Irish in me. Which helps explain all the freckles. Uh-huh. Um, yes, my grandmother, my dad's mom, uh, was actually half Irish. Her maiden name is McIntyre. Oh, yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's very and her her father was um, Irish. I don't. We don't know a lot, so I don't know because she was born in 1908. So this was a really long time ago. So I don't. We don't know if he was born in Ireland or not. I do know that he died in um, World War One. Okay. He was a horse trainer, and he was oh. at one of the training facilities for the cavalry training the horses. And they were bombed. Sure. Uh. So, like, my dad has the the big. It looks like a giant 
penny, a giant English penny with the um, the woman on front. I don't remember who she is. The queen. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean the um. Uh, you'd pr- you'd totally recognize it if you saw it. The old school pennies that were that you guys had in England that were huge and had the woman in like the Greco-Roman outfit with the large helmet on her head. A gladiator? Yeah, well, yeah. Kind of looks like a gladiator, but they're like Yeah, it's one of the older versions of the penny, like a long time ago, not right. the recent one. Okay, sure. A, a really old pence piece, but they um the the metal basically looks like a giant penny and says like okay, his name gotcha. and stuff and it's in a little plaque that you can hang on the wall. Now, I guess we should probably maybe talk about some Patrick stuff. I um, suppose. Yeah, because although it has become a holiday about drinking. Well, um, to be fair, that depends on what country you're in. That is true. That is very true. I know it's a big drinking thing over over there. Mm-hmm. And I imagine it's probably like that for Ireland as well. Uh, yeah. But it's also, it goes by a few other names of, like, the Feast of St. Patrick. Uh, that's a French thing. I'm not going to pronounce it. Well, I'm going to try anyway. The Fihirfadre. Maybe. Uh, Patrick's Day. St. Pat- Paddy's Day. Or St. Patty's Day. Mostly used in America. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that in brackets, mostly used in America. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, that's accurate. It does get called St. Patty's Day over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that's interesting, I think, about this is that it, like some of the other holidays that have become very, very non-secular, um, yeah. it is actually based off of a religious figure again kind of like valentine's day that we talked about last mm-hmm. month and yes. it's centered around or originally was centered around uh saint patrick yes. who was a fifth century romano british christian missionary and mm-hmm. also became a bishop in ireland and he so fifth century so he was around in the 400s 400 ad and he's mm-hmm. primarily credited with going to Ireland and being a very strong force in converting the pagan um, people of Ireland to become Christian. Yeah. That's like his big thing. That, and if you listen to the legends, he drove the snakes out of Ireland. Although anyone who studies any kind of biology understands that there were basically no snakes in Ireland anyway. To be driven out, yes. Yeah. Uh, and tradition holds that he died on the 17th of March and was buried in Downpatrick and over the following centuries many legends grew up around Patrick and he became Ireland's foremost saint although St. Patrick's Day didn't become an official Christian feast day until the early 17th century which is actually quite a long time after it mm-hmm. but he he was recognised before then of course by the Irish yes. people and everything but he didn't have like an official official holiday situation going on but yeah, like I think it's a bit weird that they came to it like that would have been over um, a, like a millennium later. I just think that's the weird bit there in my head. But I mean, whatever. 
but yeah, that's also by the 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 Catholic Church, the uh, the Anglican Communion, especially the in the Church of Ireland, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eastern Orthodox Church and the Lutheran Church. <clears throat> Yeah. A Lutheran. Lutheran. Oh. Yeah. Fair enough. That's fine. I feel like it's a, uh, yeah. Um, so one thing that I think is interesting too is that, like, beyond the fact that he's a saint, he wrote a like biography of himself. He wrote an autobiography, kind oh, of. Really? Well, it, it's considered a biography because it's hard to say whether he actually wrote it himself. Okay, cool. Because it's so long ago. This is one of those things where, you know, we're talking about literally like 1,600 years ago. They don't know if he wrote it himself, and there's no way to prove if he did or didn't at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was called The Declaration. Mm -hmm. And in it, supposedly Patrick writes talking about how his father was a deacon and his grandfather was a priest in the Christian church and he was at the age of 16 was kidnapped by Irish raiders and taken Mm -hmm. as a slave to Ireland where he was uh, used as a like herder like a sheep herder by the uh, Irish people who had captured him and eventually Mm -hmm. he found his way home and then after becoming a priest went back to Christianize the Irish people that had captured him. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, why you go back, I don't know, but... He like, wanted they, to save their I, souls. I guess so. I guess so. He's a better <laughs> person than I am. But he's a saint. I suppose he's meant to be a better person. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, okay. Uh, celebrations and traditions. Uh, today, St. Patrick's Day celebrates uh, a celebration that have been greatly influenced by those that developed among the Irish diaspora, especially in North America. Until mm-hmm. the late 20th century, St. Patrick's Day was often a bigger celebration among this, uh, the diaspora, I think, than it was in Ireland, which, again, doesn't make, doesn't surprise me too, too much because, well, when America starts celebrating something, it becomes big. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, we had a lot of, um, I mean, anyone who's studied their American history at all knows that we had a lot of Irish immigrants, especially in certain parts of the Northeast. Boston Mm -hmm. is a perfect example. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. You could throw a stone in Boston and hit somebody with some Irish blood in them somewhere. And don't do that, though, just for the record. Don't do that. Don't throw stones at people. There's no reason to. But you, you get what I mean. Like, there's there's people of Irish descent all over Boston and that area. Sure. And um, they brought a lot of their traditions with them. And one of them was worshipping St. Patrick because he was the patron saint of Ireland and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, however, once it got over here, things definitely uh, altered from the bit, more yeah. religious celebration that it had been <sighs> once upon a time. Really? I mean, it's not like any other religious holidays have done that at all. Oh, ever. no. None of them, of course. No, no. Christmas, totally pure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I I guess before we actually start talking... Actually, no, we can just finish this, but yeah, like I said. Uh, celebrations generally involve public parades and festivals, Irish tradition, traditional uh, music sessions. 
which a, a word I can't read, uh, Salith. Salith, maybe. And wearing green, uh, green, green, uh, wearing of green attire or shamrocks. There is also formal gatherings such as banquets and dances, although these are more, uh, these were more common in the past. Mm -hmm. St. Patrick's Day parades began in North America in the 18th centuries, but did not spread until, uh, until the 20th century. <laughs> okay. America uh, likes its parades. They do. But the participants generally include marching bands, the military, fire brigade, fire brigades, cultural, organi uh, cultural organizations, charitable. Ch yeah, my my voice has gone today. <clears throat> charitable organizations, voluntary uh, voluntary associates, youth groups, fraternities. <laughs> fraternities. Mm. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, you know what? That doesn't surprise me. I know. Uh, however. However, over time, many of the parades have become more akin to a carnival. Mm -hmm. uh, more effort is made to use the Irish language, especially in Ireland, where, uh, where the week of St. Patrick's Day is the Irish language week. Interesting. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. um, and then it says... Oh, mm -hmm. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say, uh, yeah, since 2010, famous landmarks have been lit up in green on St. Patrick's Day as part of, the tour, uh, as part of Tourism Ireland's Global Greening Initiative, or Going Green for St. Patrick's Day. Uh, the Sydney Opera House and the Sky Tower in Auckland were the first landmarks to participate, and since then, over 300 landmarks in 50 countries across the globe have gone green for St. Patrick's Day. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's definitely something that people do over here, too, is light up the buildings, the different colors. Um, mm -hmm. And it also doesn't surprise me that fraternities walk in St. Patrick's Day yeah. carnivals I mean, and parades. <laughs> I mean, fraternities tend to have a stereotype mm. somewhat. Yeah, I understand that that's not all of them, but it's a stereotype. Yeah. The one fraternity party that I went to in college, I mean, the one party, and we didn't stay for very long, was definitely a stereotypical frat party. Fair enough. Um, but what I was going to say is you mentioned shamrocks, and um, yes. when we were looking up our research, one thing I did find that I thought was really interesting is that mm -hmm. the reason the shamrock is used so much as a symbol of St. Patrick and the holiday mm -hmm. is because, according to one of the legends surrounding St. Patrick, he used the three-leaved shamrock to explain Jeez. the Holy Trinity to the Irish pagans. Yeah, because... They're all the same thing, but just different leaves mm -hmm. of, of the same thing, but right. they're all still connected. Yeah, um, I thought I did see that. That was very interesting. Uh, so yeah, uh, pretty much in any sort of uh, depiction of St. Patrick, he is holding a three-leaf shamrock or three-leaf clover. Yeah. Um, whatever. The, uh, uh, I don't know, but yes, and that's why the wearing of green is important because shamrocks are green and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, we have gone very slightly over our mid-time. What's new there? <laughs> so we'll yeah, talk well. a little bit more about St. Patrick's Day after our break. Uh, but with uh, apart from that, we'll see you in a minute, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to this week's mid-roll. Hello. Uh, we're doing the thing again. <laughs> um, firstly, I guess we'll talk about World Anvil as normal. Yep. Uh, so World Anvil is an amazing website. Um, they're actually a uh, campaign management and world building software and they've even won awards. They won an any award for being such an amazingly robust and useful campaign management software tool. 
Uh, we can't talk about them enough. They're amazing people on top of that. And there's so many features. You can link characters to other characters. You can link them to locations. You can mm -hmm. create a timeline of what's happening in your world. And the majority of the features that uh, they offer are free. So you don't yes. have to pay anything. You can just sign up with your email address. But on top of that, there are bonus features that do have a cost. You do have to pay for a higher level membership. But they're so useful that if what you if that's what you need them for, they're just amazing. There's like there's mapping and things like that. It's fantastic. So that's WorldAnvil.com, and we definitely recommend you check them out. Yes, we do. Uh, also, people, we recommend you check out and we love they include Die Hard Dice, DieHardDice.com, Careful Die Hard, whatever you want to call them. They create amazing sputendous, lovely dice, specifically mostly metal dice which they created their own molds for which are super easy to read they have really good striking color palettes they have also like innovated their like spellbinder series with their dual colors and altering how they sort of design them with their say like the brimstone set which have mm -hmm. really nice ink colors and a really nice solid like almost like copper like like cauldron sort of metal for the dice it's gorgeous uh, you can't go on about them enough. Uh, there are really fun accessories as well. They have their scroll of rolling, which can hold two sets of dice, uh, or 15 dice, uh, rolls out to be just a rollable D&D mat, which you can take on the go, which is much better than looking at like, dice boxes or like dice trays, which you can get damaged and all that kind of thing if you need to travel for D&D, because some people don't have the luxury of doing it in their own home. Uh, True. They, Mm -hmm. They also have like dice bags and like poppable dice trays and stuff, so they're all compact and stuff. You can search by like anything you're looking for, like by accessory, by dice color, or by like class. You can do that too, it's all good. Uh, so, yeah, if you do find anything that you like on their site, you can use the code GeekDiceSafe to get 15%, that's 1515, off your first or your next order. They have free uh, domestic uh, American shipping or discounted international shipping so it's fantastic uh yeah so if you just want to roll with the best you can go to dayharddice.com uh with all of that done we will get back into this episode about st patrick's day okay all right welcome back guys <clears throat> we are doing the thing again yep. where we're talking about saints and their saintly do deeds uh although to be fair there isn't quite as much confusion uh, uh with this one as opposed to saint valentine's when there was like three patron saints it could be referring to that was that was fun so yeah all right so what are we going to talk about for the next few minutes we've done that bit we did uh, that bit we did that bit well i think it's interesting to to talk about the different traditions depending on where you're at Sure, that makes sense. Okay, I guess we should probably start with Ireland, as it is their patron saint, <coughs> I guess. I mean, that's fair. Mm -hmm. uh, saint Patrick's Feast Day as a is a kind of national day which was already being celebrated by the Irish in Europe in the 19th and 10th centuries. In later times, it became more seen as a, a more widely seen as the patron of Ireland, St. Patrick's Feast Day was finally placed on the Universal uh, Liturgical 
Liturgical? Thank you. <laughs> Liturgical calendar. <laughs> uh, in the Catholic Church, due to the influence of the uh, Waterford-based uh, Franciscan scholar Luke Wedding, uh, Wadding in the early 1600s. Uh, and it became a holy day of obligation for the Roman Catholics in Ireland. Yeah. That's right. And of course, uh, over time, it <clears throat> became also a little more of a celebration and not just the, like going to church. The feast day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and now it's moving on just a bit. Uh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, that's one thing I've been curious about. Like, I've seen mm-hmm. little clips here and there of how they celebrate in Ireland, and I know it's. Um, it's celebrated with parties and stuff like it is over here now, sure. but it's also got a lot more of the like traditional celebration. What's it like in England? I am not really all that sure because I don't particularly go out and get drunk. I mean, fair. Um, I have only ever really seen people celebrating it in the wider maybe Americans would also celebrate it mm. and the fact of going out for drinks dressing up in green that mm-hmm. kind of thing like green hats green shamrocks green drinks occasionally yeah they come out sometimes in, in the UK like yeah. not like not just like alcoholic drinks but just like like mint milkshake which happens to be green I'm like okay yeah no we have that over here too McDonald's has their sh- I think they call it the shamrock shake and oh, okay. it's it's basically a mint milkshake, but they only Fair. have it during um, like March every year. Oh. Uh, I know that as a, someone who works at McDonald's in the UK, <laughs> we don't have that. Mm. Um, which I, I, well, I mean, we haven't had it yet. To be fair. We could get it, but I don't think I've ever seen it in the UK. It's mainly done like in more like sort of mainstream shops where there are green tinted drinks and that kind of thing. But you know, just like basic basic mint milkshakes, ba- like mint uh, yeah, basically anything like a mint flavour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but that's more the commercial side of things I guess. And I guess they could like like make an alcoholic drink. Like key lime pie I guess. Like I guess that would be like if there was an alcoholic drink that would be green, I guess. As you can Probably. tell, I'm very good on the, the, the drinking bit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, elsewhere in Europe. England, uh, in England, the British Royals traditionally present bowls of shamrock to members of the Irish Guards, a regiment of the British Army, uh, following Queen Alexandra's introduction of the tradition in 1901. Uh, and since 2012, the Duchess of Cambridge has presented the bowls of the of the shamrocks to the Irish guards. Hmm. While female royals are often tasked with presenting the bowls of shamrock, male royals have also uh, undertake uh, have uh, have also undertook this role, such as King George the Sixth in nineteen fifty to mark the fiftieth anniversary of the formation of the Irish guards. Because hmm. uh, obviously it started in nineteen oh one. Cool. And then in twenty sixteen, the Duke of Cambridge took uh, 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 did it in place of his wife. Yeah, just uh, reading through some of the information that's on here, it seems like there's quite a few places where um, if there's any sort of big ceremony or anything, it has to do with presenting shamrocks to people. Mm-hmm. Like there's a yeah. tradition of the uh, Prime Minister of Ireland presenting shamrocks to the President yeah. of the United States. 
Oh, I bet that's going to go from... Mm. <laughs> uh, okay. Maybe um, they'll throw them also... in his face. That'd be nice. Mm, maybe. But <laughs> okay, so Ironically, that would then cr- turn him into their Irish flag because he'd be orange, white, and green. <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, London since 2002 has has... has had an annual St. Patrick's Day parade, which takes place on the weekends around the 17th, usually in Trafalgar Square. Uh, and apparently in 2008, the water in the fountains was dyed green. Uh, and the most, the most like, celebrated place where the celebrations are sort of more associated with is in Liverpool, because that is where the highest proportion of Irish residents live in the UK. So... Uh, so yeah, and, makes sense. Uh, so basically, so basically, everything's done a little bit bigger in Liverpool because it's it's basically the closest city to the Irish border, like the the biggest city, obviously. Yeah, the closest, the closest major city. Yeah, so when immigration go over, a lot of people just went there because it was easiest. Uh, so that's kind of why it's a bigger place. Uh huh. So, yeah, Scotland does very similarly, just mm-hmm. with parades going through the town centres, that kind of thing. Uh, Japan. Uh, Japan has St. Patrick's Days, but parades are now held in many locations across Japan. The first parade in Tokyo was organised by the Irish Network Japan, the ANG, in 1992. Yeah, yeah, one thing I do have to say about that, there's probably a lot of people who would be like, why is Japan having a St. Patrick's Day? Um, it since the introduction of western culture to japan the number of christian japanese people has continued to steadily increase um Mm -hmm. so there actually is a good chunk of people in japan who who consider themselves christian and therefore saint patrick's day beyond the fact that it's this holiday that they see celebrated on tv over here in the u.s and stuff is also actually also a religious holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, one of the one of my favorite places that's listed on this list is the International Space Station. Oh God! <laughs> uh, because apparently it does have many celebrations for St Patrick's Day. One of the years, um, but pictures were taken of Ireland from orbit, hmm. uh, and they wore green. <laughs> there you go. Obviously, the the celebrations aren't quite as. <laughs> Oh, uh, aren't quite as you know big, <clears throat> um, and then they've got a whole section for Canada, which uh, <clears throat> one of the longest running and largest St. Patrick's Day parades in North America occurs in Montreal, with city flag and includes a shamrock in its lower right quadrant. Didn't know that. Uh, the yearly celebration has been organised by the United Irish Societies of Montreal since 1929. The parade has been held yearly without interruption since 1824. Hmm. That's that's, that's a long time. That's nearly 200 years of of never missing a year for anything. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, and it's been celebrated. Uh, as far back as 1759 by Irish soldiers in the Montreal garrison following the British uh, conquest of New France. That's a long time to be having the celebrations. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and then uh, of course <clears throat> there's the United States. <laughs> yes, uh, ironically, just uh, in the Canada section, some groups, notably Guinness, have lobbied to make St. Patrick's Day a national holiday. <laughs> of course they have. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Uh, so yeah, and yeah, the United States uh, in St. Patrick's Day, while it's not a legal holiday in the United States, uh, is nonetheless widely recognised and observed throughout the country as a celebration of Irish and Irish American culture. A celebration mm-hmm. of its prominent displays of the colour green, religious observa- uh, observances, observances, <laughs> numerous parades, and copious consumptions of alcohol. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're calling us out, but it's accurate. It really is something where, I, I don't know about other countries and their parades. Did my thing stop recording? I hope it didn't. Oh, no. It still kept, okay. <laughs> I, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just gave Russell a heart attack. Um, you did. It, for a second, I know. For a second, it looked like my thing had stopped recording. I was like, "Oh my god, we have to redo something." Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> yes, yeah, so no. Over here in the U.S., St. Patrick's Day. No. I mean, there's probably still some people who celebrate it as a somewhat religious holiday, but for the most part, it does get treated as an excuse to go drinking Absolutely. by a lot Which of people. I mean... I mean, it's also used like that for Ireland as well. They're not the, it's not the only place to do it. No. But to be fair, most holidays in the US combine it with some form of drinking. Uh-huh. And that's not a criticism, it's just an observation. No, it's very um, accurate. The holiday has been celebrated in what is now the US since, ni- uh, since 1601, though. Oh, yeah, because we had Irish immigrants as early as then, mm-hmm. so they would would have been celebrating probably the more religious version before it got mutated into what it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, one one tradition we do have over here, and I'm curious if this is in other countries as well. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not something adults do. It's very much like a little kid stupid thing. But mm-hmm. um, it's that if your friend isn't wearing green on St. Patrick's Day, you can pinch them. I have not heard that in the UK. Okay. Um, but we also have a school uniform. That's like, true. You guys have school uniforms so, everywhere. Yes. Like, uh, our uniforms aren't really a thing in the US, or they're much less common. Yeah, I mean, they exist over here, but they are definitely less common. But yeah, I'm not so talking it, about, like, you had to be dressed head to toe in green. But it was always a thing when, whenever I went to school on St. Patrick's Day, if you forgot it was St. Patrick's Day and didn't wear some green somewhere, people mm. would like come running up to you and ask where your green was. And if you couldn't show them green on yourself somewhere, they'd pinch you. Or I've, I mean, I've heard versions where kids punch each other also. Not hard, but like a, a light punch in the arm kind of thing. Um, but yeah, at my I school, it was always like, if you don't wear green, you're going to get pinched. Sure. Uh, again, it's just the fact is with school uniforms, it just incorporating green in any kind of capacity would normally go against the uniform code, which meant you couldn't do it. Mm. Um, oh. I guess you could maybe wear green socks. It does say on um, here, I, so I, was, I was reading more of the article, so this is a known American tradition. It says many, okay. um, this is according to Wikipedia, just full disclosure, mm. but many people choose to wear green colored clothing and items. Traditionally, those who are caught not wearing green are pinched, 
quote unquote affectionately. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, sure, affectionately. Yeah, I mean, it's going to depend uh, on who's pinching you. That is also true. Um, I, there is actually an image which I found of um, the Chicago River dyed green, Ugh. and it actually looks just like sewage. Like, I get that it isn't, but it doesn't look good. Yeah, that seems like, like a bad idea. That looks like toxic waste in a river. But that's fine. It's whatever. But someone thought it would make a good photo, Russ. I mean, that's important, right? <laughs> I mean... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess, maybe. Um... I guess to sort of round this out, there, uh, there is actually a bit about criticism, and you can probably guess where this is going. Mm. <laughs> uh, St. Patrick's Day celebrations have been criticised, particularly for their association with public drunkenness and disorderly conduct. Some argue that the festivities have become too commercialised and tacky, and have strayed from their original purpose of honouring St. Patrick and Irish heritage. Journalist Niall O'Dowd has criticised attempts to recast St. Patrick's Day as a celebration of multiculturalism rather than a celebration of Irishness. I could see their point. I mean, they're not wrong. See, yeah, like, it, it certainly does have, you know, that element to it where people do get quite drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the next bit is St. Patrick's Day. Celebrations have also been criticised for fostering demeaning stereotypes of Ireland and Irish people. Uh, an example of, uh, is the wearing of leprechaun outfits, which are based on a derivative 19th century caricature of the Irish. That's fair. Uh, in the run-up to St. Patrick's Day in 2014, the ancient order of Hibernians successfully campaigned to stop major American relatives from, seller, from selling novelty merchandise that promoted negative Irish stereotypes. That's kind of cool. I'm because, good. yeah, the, the, the whole look of the leprechauns is derogatory in nature. Yeah. Which, um, speaking of very slight tangent, Lucky Charms, there's a leprechaun on the box of those, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. And he's got a really bad Irish accent. Oh wow! Okay. In the com- then, uh, in in the commercials, <clears throat> it's um, it's the very stereotypical like sing songy Irish accent. Uh, um, like, oh no! Let go of me, Lucky Charms, kind of thing. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear. I uh, doesn't sound exactly like that, obviously, but yeah, it's it's no. that kind of thing. Yeah, they're not sold in the UK because if they were, well, they just wouldn't be allowed because they have too much sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Uh, the last thing on this criticism is actually kind of bad. But it's, uh, I mean, bad as in because of what it is. L- uh, LGBT groups in the US were banned from marching in St. Patrick's Day parades in New York City and Boston, resulting in the landmark Supreme Decision of Hurley versus the Irish American gay, lesbian and bisexual group of Boston in New York City the band was lifted in 2014 but LGBT groups uh, still find that that barriers uh, to participation exist hmm. yeah. that's, a, that's very icky I don't like that I agree that is icky Yeah, <clears throat> I mean those bands may have been lifted but it's still still icky um, yeah so yeah I think that's pretty much everything about it. 
like I said, become very commercialised, but mm-hmm. had good groups about celebrating the patron saint, uh, and now basically is about drinking too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I do think yeah, it's well. interesting that you guys don't do the um, the pinching thing. That it's uh, an, yeah, it's uh, just an American tradition and not an not uh, an overall one. I guess it's just got to come from the fact of the uniforms. That there's very little way of doing that. Because, you know, like, at least if you only have maybe like a like an overshirt, like I don't know what you call them, but like one one of those shirts that you don't button up and you wear it over your shirt. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like you could. You could like wear that, like a big green, or you could like may like have like a tie that's green. We we don't have a choice, like, like even our ties are part of a specific color scheme in uniform, so we can't change them. Mm-hmm. Well, I um, know a lot of um, like over here, <coughs> kids will wear like a bracelet, and the bracelet will be mm-hmm. green, or they'll the girls will put their hair up, or guys if they have long hair will put their hair up, and they'll put a green scrunchie in their hair. Or a green headband or whatever, yeah. yeah. Right. That's fair. I, um, I guess that that would be allowed, but even so, like, bracelets sometimes aren't even allowed in the UK. It's really restrictive, and it kind of sucks. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't um, sound fun. Well, I mean, it's got its perks, and it's got its weaknesses. Obviously, you can't really make fun of what people are wearing because everyone's wearing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But it does mean that the schools make a fairly, a fairly nice bit of money on selling uniforms. Well, because yeah, it yeah. also, I mean, it will make it easier for you to get ready in the morning because you don't have to choose what you're going to wear because it's the same thing That's, every day. Yeah, it, that is also true. You know, it's like it's it's good and bad. Um, I gotta say I did prefer just wearing my own clothes once I got to college it was nicer mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know that's just me no uh, I can see that yeah. I don't I wouldn't have enjoyed uniforms no I mean sometimes like like but I mean we did have non-uniform days but we have to give like a pound to charity to do it mm. <laughs> Which I don't mind giving a pound to charity. That's not the point. It's just like, you know, just for a day to, you know. Sometimes I just didn't bother. Because, uh, you know, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and on that random other tangent, because we're <laughs> very good at tangents, mm-hmm. I guess that's the end of this one. There isn't really much else to talk about. Uh, like I said, there's only one St. Patrick. There's not like three cent Valentines we have to talk about. No, that's um, true. There are some people who think that some of the things that get credited to St. Patrick might actually have been a guy named Palladius. Okay. Who was in Ireland before him and was trying to spread Christianity. But other than that, there's not like the multiple Patricks, like we have the multiple Valentines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But that's basically the holiday of St. Patrick's Day. Yep. Obviously, this is coming out very slightly after, we think. We're yeah. not sure on our episode scheduling yet. We'll yep. find it. We'll figure it, it out. Depending <laughs> on when we send this out, you guys are either listening to this the Wednesday before St. Patrick's Day or the Wednesday after St. Patrick's Day. Yes, we are not sure yet. Mm-hmm. But it will be decided soon. Yep. Um, apart from that. We hope you have had or will have a good St. Patrick's Day if you celebrate it. Don't get too drunk. Yes, or uh, if you do, make sure you're with people who will keep you safe. 
Yes, absolutely. Uh, just have fun, do the celebrations that you want or not, whatever. And we will see you again very soon. Mm -hmm. Alright, well, we'll see you in a bit, guys. Bye. Bye. <coughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Geek Thyself. Don't forget to check out all the other amazing content on the Nerdsmith Network. If you have any questions for either of us, you can get in contact with us on Twitter at geek underscore thyself. You can also email us at geekthyself at nerdsmith.org. And please don't forget to go to iTunes and leave us a review or also go anywhere you listen to your podcasts. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun episode. And until then, don't forget to geek thyself. Bye.